my brothers and sisters in Christ. If you go to Illinois Lutheran schools right now or you're a faculty member, um, this first bit is going to seem a little familiar. You ever see on, on social media the, those series of pictures of those memes, you had one job? Like, like, like this one. You had one job to do. There's got to be a story behind that. I don't know what it is, but... Or, or, or this one. I think maybe someone needs to go back to school hole and learn how to spell school again. Or, or this one. I think that's supposed to say only, maybe, right? Or, or this one. Um, you're going to need to have a really long arm to get toilet paper. Or this one, you got to think about it. That might... Yeah. <laughs> or this one. There has to be a story behind this one. Right, you, you had one job to do, <laughs> and you, you messed it up. I, I guess in a way... That's, that's kind of what Jesus is talking about in our parable today that we're looking at, that the parable of, of two builders, a wise and a foolish builder. you got one job to do, and if you mess it up, it is, it, you fail miserably. Uh, the idea um, for this and, and the reason we're looking at it today is because this actually comes from Illinois Lutheran School's theme for the school year. Their logo for this school year is growing in grace, building in faith. And the very bottom there, building in faith, is really the idea that we're looking at today. It comes from Jesus' parable recorded in Matthew chapter 7. This is what Jesus said. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the wind blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. So, one reality that Jesus makes clear here is a reality about life, and it's this, storms happen. And that, that is literal, right? Storms happen. Just a few weeks ago last month, we had that direct show, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, that, you know, we didn't have in-person worship because power was out for the whole week. Trees were down, so many people lost power. It, storms literally happen. And also figuratively, they happen. Um, if anything, 2020 has kind of taught us that, right? But 2020 doesn't have a monopoly on the storms of life coming into our lives. I mean, the, the, the recent um, racial issues have certainly shown that, that for some people, every year has storms. We, we just had the 19th anniversary of September 11th. I mean, some people still remember Pearl Harbor being attacked. It, 
it is a reality of this life. It, we live in a sinful, fallen, sin-infected world. Storms happen, whether those are personal storms or, or national or even global. And so what Jesus does in this parable is not really how to avoid the storms because they come. It's not even what he talks about is about what to do in the midst of the storm. Really, this parable is telling us how to get prepared for the storms of life. He talks about two different approaches in life. And I'm actually going to start with the second one. The second one is to build your life on sand. I don't know if you've seen this video. It's a video of a landslide, I think it's in Norway. This huge track of land is just sliding right into the water. It is so big that there are multiple houses on this land. And if you keep watching this, the houses, when it gets into the water, the houses lift up off the ground that's going on under the water, and the houses keep floating around. It's Wow. That is a perfect visual for what Jesus is talking about. When you build your life on sand, the waters rise, the rain comes down, the winds come, and everything is in turmoil. But what exactly does Jesus mean when he says, and he talks about building life on sand? Well, one way to build your life on sand would be to fill your life with always pursuing what you want right then and there. Immediate gratification. Wanting that car, you, you get it. Wanting this, so you get that. Wanting that, you, you do whatever because so you, you want it right, right now without any regard to how it affects other people or certainly your future. And when, when you fill your life with that immediate, you want, you want, you want, and you get how did Jesus describe that? Look again what he said. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice, it's like a man who built his house, a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. Did you catch how Jesus described that kind of person? Foolish. You, you, you hear God's word, you know it, but you don't do it. I have here, um, I guess it's a little notebook. Um, this is a lot of personal meaning for me. Um, this is my notebook from high, grade school and high school um, of my violin teachers. They wrote down every week what I was supposed to practice, and not just what, very detailed directions on how to practice everything. Week after week, lesson after lesson, and I knew exactly what it said. So if I knew it, but then didn't do what it said, 
whatever coming recital or whatever, it would be a complete train wreck. How often aren't we like that? We, we come to church. We, we watch online. We hear what God says. We, we're, we're touched to the heart even. And, and then we go and we don't do it. We, we hear how God wants us to, to be wise with using His money. And then we're... We don't wisely manage that money. We, we hear how God wants us to love each other as He has loved us. And then we go on social media and say things that are not understanding or loving. We, we hear about God's blessings of marriage and yet we play marriage instead of be married. We hear uh, how God wants us to be kind at school, and yet we laugh. How often don't we hear what God says, and then we leave and never do it? Jesus says that that, that is that's like building your house on sand. And that's a foolish builder. Now, now, he also talks about a second approach to life. And it's this. Build your life on the rock. And of course, that rock is Jesus Christ. He is the rock, that sure, solid foundation. And there's a reason for that. Because when God the Father said, do this, Jesus heard it and did it. The Father said, Go. Go and become one of them. And so Jesus did. The Father said, not just become one of them, take their burdens, their worries, their cares, their, their failures, their sins on yourself. Jesus heard it. And He did it. The Father said, more than that, I want you to pay the price for all of their sins. Jesus heard it. And he did it. More than that, the Father said, I'm going to abandon you. I will put my wrath, my anger over all their sins directly on you. Jesus heard it. And that's exactly what happened. The Father said, I want you to rise from the dead, the first of them all. And Jesus did it. The Father said, I want you to be their Savior. Jesus heard it. And He did it. That is why He is the rock the solid foundation. I think this picture is amazing. Sears Tower, Willis Tower. You kind of forget how tall that thing is, right? Look at that picture. I think it's like 110 stories. Um, when it was built, it was the tallest building in the world. Not anymore, but still one of the tallest. Do you know about the foundation of the Sears Tower? 
below ground, there's a hundred feet solid concrete structure down there. And then below that, another hundred feet of these solid, um, uh, kaizans they're called, kaizans, um, solid cement poles all the way down to solid bedrock. That is a foundation. And that's nothing compared to Jesus. So build your life on that rock, Jesus, which means listen to him, right? And this being Christian Education Sunday, and here we're in September, there are so many opportunities to do that, right? In in a few weeks, you're going to be hearing a lot about small groups or or growth groups, life groups. Pastor Cook will be talking about this. Small groups, five, ten people of, of not just growing in God's Word, but growing with each other, living life together. And in these coming weeks, there's so many opportunities. There's a women's class that's going to be Monday evenings about grace. And I've I got to go over here because I can't read that fine print. It says, grace, more than we deserve, greater than we imagine. What a great title for grace. There's another women's class coming up here um, on the Book of Joy every other Friday. Um, there's another women's class um, Tuesday mornings at 10 looking at You Are Never Alone. There's even one starting up this week completely online through Zoom, and that's looking at the Book of Galatians Thursday nights. Galatians is a great book in the Bible. Um, th- there's also a, a class for everyone Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Pastor Dan Harold from Tinley Park is going to help us go through Joshua. If you don't know much about the book of Joshua, many, many times in the book, God tells Joshua, be strong, be courageous, don't worry, I'm always with you. A phenomenal book. Wednesday mornings, yeah, there's a men's class at 6 in the morning, in person, but it's also on Zoom at the same time. So if you want, you can join from your kitchen table with your cup of coffee and, and go through the book of Hebrews. There are, uh, there, there's classes for, for children. We used to have the Sunday mornings, but now it's in the midweek. Trinity Treehouse, preschool and kindergarten is Wednesday nights, and, and Timbers for the, the first through fifth graders is, is Thursday nights. We, we have a class that, well, you know, we have a podcast. You, you can listen to sermons and hear God's Word. Today we, we are starting a class for, for Jesus Cares for special needs students um, there are those meditation books you can pick up on, on the table. There's, um, well, if you, have, if you have students at Illinois Lutheran, there's those uh, Christ-like handouts. You can read through that with your kids. I mean, there are so many opportunities to hear and build your life on that solid rock, Jesus. But that's not exactly what Jesus was talking about in this parable. Let's look again what he said. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. It's not just hearing. It's also doing what it says. So what are the things that Jesus talked about doing? Well, the word therefore is highlighted. Anytime you're reading the Bible and you come along a word like that, therefore, that means there's some kind of conclusion based on a bunch of stuff that came before. So you always need to read what came before. Well, this parable, this story Jesus told, this was the conclusion to what's called the, the Sermon on the Mount. It's, it's what he taught on a, on a mountainside. 
and actually includes three chapters in the Bible, Matthew chapter 5, chapter 6, and chapter 7. He, he, he sat down on this mountainside and began to teach the people. And we don't know exactly where that was, but this is a picture of the general region, and you kind of can picture this. Jesus sitting down on kind of the high part, and then a huge bunch of people sitting down and, and listening to him talk. And after all this instruction, after hours, he said, therefore, all of you who hear this that I said and put it into practice, you're like the wise builder. So, what are some of the things that Jesus said to do? Well, here's just some real quick highlights. He said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. He said, you are the salt of the earth. If salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. He said this. Again, you have heard that it was said to the people long ago, do not break your oath, but fulfill to the Lord the vows you have made. But I tell you, do not swear an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is God's throne. Or, or there's this. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you'll eat or drink, or about your body, what you'll wear. Is not life more important than food, and the body more important than clothes? There, there's this. Do not judge, or you too will be judged, for in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. And there's this. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and the one, to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. And there is so much more that he talked about in this Sermon on the Mount. So, so maybe a really good idea then would be this week to, to read those three chapters, Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7. And build your life on that solid rock. Not just hearing it, but also doing what it says. Now, I don't know if you're a person that likes to do projects around the house or do-it-yourselfer type thing, and, and maybe you're really good at stuff like that, or maybe you have to watch a lot of YouTube videos um, to fix what you've already tried to do, or however that is. Yeah. Hopefully, you do a project and it's not one of those things where someone takes a picture and puts it on the internet and it becomes one of those uh, you had one job to do and you messed it up kind of things. But even if you did, that's okay. Someone else got a good laugh. Don't. Make sure you don't do that with your life, though. In this parable, Jesus said you got one job to do. Don't be like the foolish builder. Be like the wise. Hear what Jesus says. Marvel at what he's done for you. And do what he says. My friends, may you be wise. Amen.